已經有幾點做嘅。Welcome to Oh my God, it's still Wednesday. Oh my God, it's still Wednesday. This excitement, not, not, it's not nothing negative about it. Oh, very positive. Very positive. If we're negative, we won't do a video. Radio. No. And today we have kids. My dear friend and neighbor. Um, We're slashing friends, neighbors, what uh, drinking, drinking partner, <laughs> dinner partner, crime. Uh, student of Sumba, teacher of Sumba. We have many uh, again slashy, lot of slashy, slashy. Yes. So welcome, kids. Thank you, player. What we have in kit. <laughs> So now let me pour the wine I would recommend to pair with our very delicious lunch that Claire is in the making. So this wine is Spain, it's a vegan wine. It's a red wine that I would recommend to match with anything you would say with a little bit more flavor vegetarian dish. I would say that this might be a good choice because uh, Syrah normally gives a little bit more flavor, stronger flavor. So that we can easily match mushroom and also potentially some heavy seasoning vegetarian dishes. Does it go well in mustard? Do you think if we do we do a mustard sauce sort of? What do you think? I think uh, we'll know when we pair with the dish. Okay. <laughs> Then you can hear our right. response. Is it good? Awesome? Or whoa? Let's pour a glass. Let's pour a glass. But mustard, yes, I think uh, it will. Much more flavor, right? Correct. Because it's recommended by the This is not a sunny fat, by the way. This is actually pulling a glass of wine. Well, Claire doesn't have money to have, <laughs> to to have any equipment to make any special sound effects. So everything coming from this house is gonna be authentic. <laughs> very authentic. Very authentic. So now I'm trying. I'm trying the the wine. Let me see. Have a sip. Have a sip. Mm, smells very good. Because we're usually not a fan of vegan wine, are we? So we mm, not for me. So we give it a try for you only for you, only for the audience. Exactly, you all people. Because I'll say maybe we have too many poor experience whenever it comes to vegan wine. That's also something new uh, in the wine industry, right? Of course. Yeah. What they do is better for the uh, world environment. Yeah, and animal and etc. Animal etc. But also with. You can say strong market demand because there are a lot more vegetarian in the world. I think the difference between vegan wine and also normal wine is just you can say the the elements when they use to filter out some of yeah sediment whatever uh, in the wine in the wine making process. Because I think they they're still developing, isn't it? It's still it's still they're still testing and experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> That's a good. Cheap uh, glassware, so <laughs> no money. No yeah, exactly. Money. So uh, here's an <laughs> announcement to all of the audience. Maybe uh, <laughs> donate uh, to Claire if you would like to hear the radio with more sound effects, better sound effects. Yeah. Donate to funclaire.com. <laughs> yeah, I'll just adopt Claire. Adopt Claire.com. Claire. Yeah, adopt Claire.com. Hmm. Hmm. Is it me? It's actually smell. Three. Because it's been put in the oak for quite a bit of time, so that's why I recommend uh, also this it's wine. It's quite strong to you all because all the mushroom in particular, strong flavoring food. You really need to have a stronger wine to pair, and especially with 
the wine that it gives the texture and what gives the texture, especially you need to look at the winemaker if they have put the wine in the oak or barrel for a longer period of time for the aging process. So it gives a more texture. That is not too bad it. for vegan wine. Of course, recommend by me. <laughs> <laughs> Get the, her first vaccine today. Yes, she's actually a bit drowsy. <laughs> yeah, very drowsy, very, very sleepy. Yes. And she's still doing the show with me. Yes, and I told Claire, let's do it now before potentially more yeah, severe symptoms or side effects kicks in. <laughs> and of course, more importantly, because I want to have a delicious lunch before I collapse. <laughs> yeah, because we're supposed to do it at night. Exactly. So then FYI, we are drinking the wine, starting to drink now 12.40 <laughs> Which is, by the way, still quite late for me because sometimes I drink at 9 or 8 in the morning in my past experience You work better that way, don't you? Well, yes, of course, because I better believe... performance Actually, yes, because I believe some of you might have watched a Danish movie that got the Oscar International Film Award something, it's called Drunk Oh yeah, dr drunken or drunken drunk something like that. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So the English name is called the Last Round. So basically, it's just telling people they are like four, five, middle-aged guy. They have mid-age prices, and what are the things that they can use to boost their performance? And also to find, you can say, the meaning of life, to improve the engagement at work with family, etc. So then they actually start to have. My oh. most challenging uh, wine pairing task <laughs> that I have so far because I'm not a vegetarian and I have my bias on vegan wine but I think now because of you all then you give me opportunity to see how does yeah. it actually work Also for me actually, I think a lot of people don't know that why this wine will be categorized as vegan because how they produce wine usually is like it's just great, right? Or you think it's just great because the, the, the process of producing wine, one of the process is using a, a, an animal intestine to filter. To filter to filter the you can say some some I don't know some residue or some waste uh, in in a wine process uh, quicker, faster, more cost efficient. That's the way they. I mean, normally in a wine uh, traditional, that's how they do. So how do they do it for vegan wines then? They're, they're missing a process. I think they're using some more natural ingredients to do the refining process in the wine making now. But of course we shouldn't uh, discriminate uh, the vegan wine. I would say if it's a bad wine, no matter what you do, just a bad wine. Yeah, that's true. So There's also bad non-vegan wines. Yeah, exactly. Many actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we will talk about drinking. The, the movie, drinking from early afternoon. Well, it's one o'clock. It's okay. And if it's your in, in your weekday, on tomorrow is Thursday. <laughs> well, this this one air on Wednesday, so yeah. And people work from home anyway, so do whatever to make you feel more energized. I guess. Of course, but everything has to be done in a more controlled manner. You sure. you know the limits, so I think uh, it's it's okay to drink and safe to drink a small glass, but yeah. uh, just don't moderation. Exactly moderation. Enjoy in moderation. Be responsible. Of course, I mean if you really all of a sudden so much you're drinking, you want to drink a lot more than just call your boss. And, uh, <laughs> okay, call it a day. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Most people perform better anyway. Yeah, but first you need to find a company that allow you to drink and of course your manager will enjoy so much drinking then you might oh, have yeah, less actually, trouble. 
that day I missed summer. Me and my friend were drinking snack the whole day. I was I was actually a bit drunk. I haven't been that snaps yeah the whole day how could this be well, possible not, not the whole day the evening the evening not the whole day i would be by alcohol, alcohol poisoning by then how many shots do you have <laughs> snaps quite quite a few i mean through the whole night we only drink snacks and wine and bubble hmm. champagne my class the next day was like on <laughs> I think, I think I'm more energized than my normal class. But people are like asking, I don't want to be you tomorrow, I have to teach. I was like, actually I was fine. If I don't sleep, that is more problem than I've been drinking until early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not that bad alcohol. Yeah, but, but we're not promoting alcohol, but no. it's just saying that it's, you know, you live your life, right? Yeah, I think just part of the life right just like we drink coffee we eat well and wine of course i mean drink it moderately and wine has been part of my life like for quite some time and i'm pretty enjoying it. and also in the process also make a lot of good friends like claire is one of those i actually started um, drinking more since i met you no come on bs yes. that's a bs well first of all i think i just opened up her like chances to taste a lot more good wine then now she addicted to it and blaming me. I'm not, I'm not blaming, I'm explaining. I'm not explaining. explaining. No, because we, I met kids. When was that now? Five years ago, I would say. Four or five years ago. Really? When I moved to Eastersburger. Because that's when I met, Deb, met, Deb, <laughs> met Deborah. <laughs> and then she introduced you to my class. And then we start eating. Yeah. And then, of course, when we eat, we have wine. Oh, always. At least, I mean, I don't really care if she drinks or her guests drink or not. At least for myself, I bring my own and, wine. And at that time, we were meeting up quite a bit. Like two, three times a month almost. No, more, more, more. Even more, more. okay. Talk about weeks, two, three times per week. What, really? Yes. You can have hot pot one day and then the other day suddenly call for steak and then the other day suddenly <laughs> call for barbecue and then the other day suddenly call for sushi yeah so quite yeah, because we used to hang out in the, at Deborah's place because she used to have a B&B as well so yeah. she's open for guests 24 7 right yeah exactly and she haven't moved to Hongbei yet which now she have a B&B over there which also I will invite her one day to talk about that and then yeah, we meet up so much or gain so much weight just by meeting friends and eating and drinking. And it's always good food and wine. Yeah, super well. good. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I met Kit. Yeah, because she, she came to my class and then of course, yeah, as, as you can see, we all have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> wine and food. The wine thing kind of escalate. We get to know kids actually, her palate is really, really delicate and sensitive, sensitive, it's sensitive. Quite sensitive. yeah so you can taste quite a bit of everything isn't it taste okay. and smell yes yeah what you got identify what taste the exactly. Exactly. which i cannot i just say oh it's a good wine then then i keep drinking it if it's not no, good no then... no every wine has its character so yep. does people i actually smell people first then then i see people so when they swing by, I actually can identify by their smell or the sound. Or well, you're make. like a bloodhound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Really? Yeah. I smell oh. people first before I see. Do you them. see them? How funny. Everyone has a very distinctive smell for me. Yes. What is my smell? 
Coconut. Uh, well, coconut, yes, sweaty, sweet. Yeah. Oh, maybe actually the sound come first. It's like laughing sound, loud, happy. What? Really? You smell first? Yes, I smell. How first. funny! I never heard of that. You smell people first before you see them. Whoa. Yes. Okay. And so anyway. How did you develop into? It's a very good course because it's, I mean, it's half half halfly academic and also halfly like really practical. You you, not drink you you taste and then you you need to learn how to and uh, do the analysis of the wine and do the tasting, smelling, looking at the wine and judging and make a recommendation. Quite interesting, because like I'm drinking so much wine and I really appreciate it. But the thing is that uh, I would like to uh, you can say accelerate and also learn more, uh, more professionally how to appreciate wine in a more you can say professional, systematic manner instead of just saying ah good wine I like it. It's quite yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. cause you can actually amount. I mean other people you can taste oh this tastes like vanilla or coffee or this and that. I actually just well I don't really think about that when I. Of course, some some of them you can taste very special flavor. You just know it's that kind of taste. But usually, I'm not that detailed. <laughs> <laughs> You're easy going. You're more easy going. I'm easy going. Well, if it's good, of course. If it's good, if it's bad, then you you kind of keep drinking <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just for the sake of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's quite cool. And then you just finished it, or. I just finished it uh, and took the exams. I think two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, waiting for the result to come, but say no pressure because it's just for fun. fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you will pass with flying colors. I hope so. But at least I enjoyed so much of the learning process and new, yeah. new classmates uh, that I just got to know from the wine industry. That's lunch is done. <laughs> Mushroom aioli. Whatever, gluten-free, parsley. parsley. Loads of love from Claire. <laughs> Lunch with this vegan wine, chica. Parcelia, I can't, I can't say. Huh? Pa parcelia, chica. Parcelia, chica. Chica. Chica, come on. <laughs> so, of course, if you're not vegan, you can put some parmesans on top. Or eat whatever you can do vegan cheese. If you're not vegan, put some meat and steak. And <laughs> no jokes. So if you're vegan, then I think this is a good vegan dish that uh, Claire has made. It's this simple, yeah, simple Shrimp, mushrooms. I mean, I think when you make this kind of dish, you don't even think about it's a vegan dish. I think, but of course, now we actually yes, I, I would say this is a vegan dish. If no. you don't tell me, ah, oh, this is a for vegetarian something. I wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't think about it, right? Exactly. So, bon appetit! Bon appetit! Have a taste! Cheers, kids! Cheers! Cheers! Good recommendation and also... Uh, How's the one? How is it with the wine? Good, very good. Let me have a taste. Then you need to try. Yes. Mmm, not bad. It's actually bringing out the wine. The taste of the wine. As the well. taste of the wine. The character is like more like full body. You taste the syrah even more. It's like a little bit peppery. Mm hmm. Yeah. Of course, the wine, the name, and everything and pictures will be on um my page, my Facebook page, and Instagram. Oh my God! It's still Wednesday, so you can see 
um, the packagings and everything. And where do you get this wine actually? Well, it's uh, from my wine, you can say, a provider. Pusher. Your wine pusher. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, you can say one of the biggest online wine store. That you just order the wine and they have really, really good, uh, you can say, professional surveys and also something interesting always pop up in their website and also with a very good uh, bargain. What's the, the name? Yuskvin, so J-Y-S-K-V-I-N.P-K. So you can go take a look. And this one is just last month when they suddenly have this uh, smear Kesa. So wine taste tasting box. boxes, yeah. something. Actually order two different boxes. And one of the boxes is exactly uh, carry all different kind of wine, grapes from the whole world, or so like 12 bottles in one gold. Yeah, so it's mm. just one of those. Yeah. So it's a mix of everything. That is easy for you to... And so the, you didn't order it yourself. They just come in with the box. This I ordered the box, of course. But mm. this one is just come in, in, in one of the like 12 bottles of wine. Yeah. And this is the only vegan wine that uh, in the box. And of course, by chance, coincidentally, that can pair with this mushroom mushrooms you're, you're doing. Yeah. It's actually very nice. I've actually never been so focused on having a vegan dish and then a vegan wine. This is the first time. Also my first time, yeah. Because usually you just, oh, drink and eat whatever. Uh, for her, <laughs> yes. Not, not, not me. <laughs> no, I mean, you don't focus on it is vegan or with meat. So. No, exactly. Right. We're actually like pretty random, right? Whichever we suddenly think about, oh, what we want to eat, then mm. Claire is responsible for cooking, get the ingredients, and I'm normally in charge of the wine, which is the most difficult task. <laughs> <laughs> because we actually neighbor. She lived just five minutes from me. Yeah, 100 so, steps away. So I was like, we also text, text each other. Dinner? Yes? No? <laughs> no. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> See you in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what is next for after you finish the, the course? What's next? I don't know, keep drinking, keep enjoying, <laughs> uh, keep uh, exploring and also keep maybe having more opportunity to share, let's say, my experience about wine and also some recommendations uh, about the wine pairing with different kinds of food. And of course, if pandemic is getting, the situation is getting better or all over, mm. then at least uh, for myself, I would really like to make another wine trip, a uh, wine tour to some like interesting mm. vineyard and see how they produce the wine, enjoy the food and also spend the night with them to say just enjoy where's the next uh, place like wine yacht that you really want to go i think probably somewhere um, italy tuscany mm. uh, or maybe actually oh, i'd love to go there i forgot the name is it uh, rame or rhyme sorry i have very poor in speaking uh, fr uh, french but that's the area where champagne is produced champagne Champagne, yeah. Is it called Champagne? <laughs> That's the area, but the city is called, what is it? Rain, Rhine, yeah. R-E-I-N. Ah. That's the city. So I really want to go there, mm. see, and also, yeah, try a lot more Champagne because I, I actually like uh, Champagne or sparkling wine quite a lot. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe if time allows, then of course, I don't mind to be a volunteer helper for the, the wine yard to do some tedious work. Oh, like plucking a year off. Yeah, plucking the, the grapes, selecting the grapes, I don't know, yeah. I think that's actually quite, would be quite um, therapeutic mm -hmm. for you because your job is quite hectic, isn't it? Um, Kids actually working for one of the... Shipping company. Shipping company. 
So I can imagine the the work environments and the hectic everyday day to day life. You probably need some time off to do something like that, picking grapes and do nothing, <laughs> enjoying the nature, the wine. Yeah, the wine. Get your head off, totally off from work. True, right? true. But I think everyone has、uh, different kinds of pressure about work. But I think the beauty of the companies also is quite flexible and also really caring the employees' personal life as well. Whether you have time to like rest a bit and enjoying what you would like to enjoy or prioritize in different point of a time in your life, so there are quite a lot of colleagues also taking sabbatical leave for a certain、oh. period of time, like three months, one year, etc. So oh, that's nice. We we actually have the freedom to do that and then come back to work after. You、oh, wow. prioritize whatever you have to. Wow, that's a very good policy, actually. Yeah, but of course, I mean, no, no salary will be paid, but just keeping、oh, right. the, the position the job, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a maternity leave, exactly. Well, maternity leave get money for it, but yeah. yeah. Well, say really thankful. I mean, I don't think many of the companies actually values or, or see a need or, or actually have. You can say, well, actually, can you have a like a what do you call phantom pregnancy? Pregnancy. <laughs> so think, what is that phantom pregnancy? <laughs> Like you think you're in you you're pregnant, <laughs> and then get the maternity off. <laughs> I think you can do that, but how many times you can do that? You do it one time, second time. Well, at least those at least those other ladies that getting pregnant, they could get a、uh, a year, almost a year off with pay. So why shouldn't? <laughs> I think you can do it in all the company in Denmark because it's a trusted society. Don't abuse the system. <laughs> But seriously, no. I was like, I have a phantom pregnancy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! If I'm the manager, I fire you immediately. Oh my god! But you must have some funny, funny story. I mean, for me, because I never worked in such big company or organization. I only can imagine. Well, of course, there's like some. <laughs> hardship, hardship. Okay, I don't want to call. Them, I don't want to call them bitches. Okay, hardship. hardship. I thought you work in Africa, so that you got the hardship allowance. But you talk about bitches. I think、uh, even more hardship allowance that should be paid. This is even harder than working in Africa. Do you have? Do you have some funny story that you want to share? Because I, I, I always interested in how is it to work. I, I don't think I will ever work in such company. So you might just tell me. I think you can say the funniest of the company, or maybe the you can say the corporate culture, or the people, the staff, employees that we are working with is before everyone entering the company or being hired to be accepted.、Uh, we need to pass through two tests. We have one is the personality test. Mm. To see if you are the specific person with the character or personality that they actually see you fitting the company.、Mm. The other test is a you can say it's a logical test and it's just a test that、uh, that you need to answer A B C D like one to one equals to what so just to test that you are not retarded. <laughs> But it also is to make sure that you are smart、uh, to do、uh, some of the tedious work, of course.、Uh, so you so, pass that, I guess. <laughs> for, for sure, I never make friends with stupid people, so. I mean, So Claire is also smart in that sense.、Uh, that of course, I mean, that's why as a result,、uh, in the company and also the colleagues, everyone we're working with, we we have certain trend or specific、uh, personality driving each other crazy together with certain、uh, you can say commonality. Like the worst ethics, ethics, exactly, yeah. exactly. No,、yeah. I never thought of like that. It's like yeah, I know that they do personality tests and everything before. Yep. See that that if you can match the company style, or whatever. Yeah. But I never thought actually the whole company. It's kind of like the same ish 
the same age exactly yeah. so uh, when That'll everyone is on fire we're on fire it's just of course we also have a degree we talk about hot temper you talk about 100% hot temper or 0% hot temper but of course outside Maxwell all these people are crazily hot temper super impatient super low details <laughs> and they're super down to earth and also like also super like result oriented I mean what we couldn't stand of course Claire may probably notice is that if there's a person keep talking keep nagging then probably I'll just like shut this person off like can you just tell me in one sentence what we're talking about you lost me sorry so all, all conversation is on bullet points exactly <laughs> Turn one, two, three. Otherwise, then what do you want? Sorry, I'm lost. Or what do you want to achieve? Are you? Do you want to make money? Do you want to make yourself happy? So nothing, you, uh, nothing, nothing like, emotional crap in between. But that's also the interesting and funny thing, right? Because at work, we are like this. But mm. after work, then we are all also like human beings, right? We can have a glass <laughs> of wine, we chill, we talk about something else. And the interesting is that we can all be very close friends mm. and of course the level is like we, we're not only making friends with the colleagues even their family members their kids or even their grandma they even know us we can even talk something interesting mm. so a lot of my experience is that i travel a lot and you also travel a lot, yeah? yeah travel a lot and also during the weekend like let's say when you're in Japan uh, or Spain, let's say in a weekend, right? And of course, those colleagues are also very friendly. They say they normally offer you, hey, do you have anything to do in the weekend? Maybe I offer you for a day tour in the city or maybe you just come to my family or come to my place to have dinner together. And of That's course, so sweet. most of the time you think, ah, okay, dinner with this colleague and also with the family, with the kids. But normally also depending on the culture, right? Like Spanish mm. and Italian, mm. they normally have dinner with a big family. Mm. And you're also welcome to have dinner with the whole family. That's so nice. And it's very interesting because you're the foreigner, you don't speak their language. Mm. And all of them, they, they really want to talk to you. They're really welcoming you. They cook the best dishes for you. And you oh. really feel like, oh, you're one of their family members. You have fun with them. And, and many of them, it's not like come and go, right? But we actually managed to make a very long-term uh, relationship. Even friendship, yeah. yeah. friendship. And even though we are not like physically together or even we don't even have a work relationship, right? Mm. But that's the interesting of the company, I would say. Yeah. I'm not sure if any other company... Because you start from as a trainee in yeah. Hong Kong. When I'm... Yeah. I was very young. I'm still young, but... Was <laughs> We're always young, kids. Much always... younger, yes. yes. How old were you? At that time, when I joined. So it's a fresh graduate from the university, I guess, what, 23-ish. Very young. Very young. Very young, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Long time, but also an unexpected, amazing, magical journey, I would say, so far. Because I, of course, in the last year of in the university, normally, whatever, the career center, we keep popping up, hey, this is the big company or company come to recruit the, oh. uh, the graduate, right? So then that's one of the opportunities came when I see the name of the company and also the logo of the company. I was like, what the heck? But I was like, I also told myself, like, I really don't know what I would like to do. Mm. And I also can't think of anything I'm super interested or super passionate or super talented. So I told myself, like, mm, I think I need to apply whichever company, but whichever offer me a traineeship. The mm. trainee experience mm. that at least you will spend one or two years in the company they will give you all sort of different 
like tasks or roles and at least during that period of time then you might be slowly finding what you like and what you don't like yeah. that's how i see it's actually a quite smart way to start your career i would say actually it's quite, quite interesting that you go from again trainee then you go into the company actually you know the company from scratch in a way like from, uh, yeah. from the roots when you're being trainee yeah because you are the one really doing quite a lot of dirty, dirty work and <laughs> tedious work ever because everyone know that okay this guy is the you can say the youngest for sure because you're just the fresh grad uh, coming mm. from the university you know nothing mm. but i actually took it very positively that's the way you learn the most mm. then it also helps you to you can for your future career when you climbing much higher to a manager, general manager, director level, then at least you know things upside down, inside out. Yeah. How the is very it? tedious yeah. level, exactly. Rather than you, you really don't know anything that is very difficult for you to, you can say, to lead a team or, or make any uh, strategic changes because yeah. you just know nothing. I guess that's also how a good boss should be, really, that you know, th- you know things inside out, also know how is it to be in a low position how is the work was yeah. in a way more like sympathize them the work that people under you have to do and that kind of thing i can't, <laughs> i don't think this is uh, the way that most of the people think in my company because we, we, we simply don't have that instinct but come on we, we care about employees but not it's not that the way we think i would say at least from my perspective at least selfishly speaking at least no one can cheat me I know this task or this work or this customer, this thing, mm. like inside out, upside down. I mean, I even like leaving that very yeah. tedious position for a long time, but at least you know, I mean, in general, how it works. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't get cheated by one of your like direct laughing you, this is the way to work, et cetera. Because yeah. you, 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 you know, know stuff exactly. You don't inside out, upside exactly. down. You don't, yeah. yeah. You still have your instincts yeah. and also the business yeah. insights. Yeah, don't lose that. But I think it's a very good opportunity. Yeah. And it's really a, as a globalized company that you really have colleagues coming from different nationality. Yeah, because you, you, went, you went from Hong Kong to Spain or Panama first? Panama first. Panama and then Spain. Yeah. And then Denmark. Yeah. Quite a diversity. Hong Kong, Asia, Southeast Asia. And then to Panama, which is Latin, right? That's South America. Yep. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? You want to put it more precise, it's My... Caribbean. Caribbean. Is it in the Caribbean? Yep. Oh, excuse my IQ. <laughs> <laughs> my EQ is, is higher than my IQ, okay? There's different kind of intelligence. I don't dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have something higher than the other, right? My EQ is like here, low, and then my EQ is like... No, up, Claire's up IQ is very, very high. I keep telling her that it's very, very impressive for me to know a person who can actually mingle and make friends with a lot of people with different personality, super different background. I don't know if it's something to do with IQ. Is that... For sure not IQ, but it's the, you can say the EQ, EQ and also yeah. the personality. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't... I think I don't have much expectation again it, it's back to my hippie side of me i don't have thanks much. god at least you're not smelly you're the best smelling hippies i know <laughs> the, hippie, the, the best smelling hippie have a home and shower and <laughs> exactly and shave, uh, exactly when i think of hippies it's like you know 
happy-go-lucky kind of way. And care nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like care nothing, but I don't have expectation when I meet people. Like, you know. Sure, you care about food and wine. Yeah, so <laughs> I correct my statements. I correct my statements. <laughs> but not to the extent that I would, like my dad. It's so funny. Of course, you, you, you all heritage something from your parents, right? Yeah. My dad would literally, if he if he go on and eat, and in the restaurant, it's not up to his expectation, he will be so grumpy. Me too. But Me yeah, too. I, I will find someone to scold. I say, oh my God, I spend my time here. I wasted my time. I wasted my money. And by the way, I wasted my quota. Because we are like, the way we live, we're, like every day is counting one day less or one meal less. And you wasted my quota. I was so pissed. Oh my, God. my quota of calories. Yeah, taken. Yeah. Oh my god! Sometimes it's so funny that like, you can just see the black face. Yes, just so grumpy. Yes, we go crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, oh well. Then now we know. Then we don't come here again. You know, but yeah. So you're just so, the one to sit back and watch the drama. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's yeah. I guess yeah. There's no expectation, and if you don't expectation, you can't be disappointed, right? Not as much. True, true, true. Yeah. So that's just. Or maybe it's, most of the time it's just pissing off of the decision we make to decide to go for that restaurant. Yeah. Actually, we piss off ourselves. How could I choose this restaurant? I thought it is good, but actually very, very bad. Yeah. But sometimes I also feel like, I don't know, because I don't regret much throughout my life, even went to a bad restaurant. <laughs> mm. I, mean, you, I mean, because then you know, if you never, if you never have gone to the restaurant, you would not know that how bad or how good they were, right? No, I no. What? <laughs> I don't work that way. I don't think in that way because there are lots of information. At least I can see, I can choose, and I piss for myself. Like, how could I like choose this restaurant <laughs> based on all this information? I did the research, and then <laughs> everything is good. And how come? Oh, if you yeah. do the research, yeah, exactly. But then for me, it's also fun to see your reaction. Yeah, exactly. Most <laughs> of the time, Claire is the one to say. Kids, just calm down. <laughs> calm down. It's okay. Eat this, do this. She tried to distract me, but I was like, Ugh. oh my God. Calm the fuck down. It's okay. Calm down. <laughs> but yeah, I, I understand the frustration. As I've been, I've been with my family for all this life, so I know that kind of way of thinking and with food and wine. Because and... everything has to be perfect in, in our way. I just don't know why. Yeah. Sometimes I ask myself, why it has to be perfect? It's not even in my top 10 priorities. No. But in my list, it's just like, ugh, cannot. I think you build up the, like, again, like you build up the, the uh, expectation that sometimes maybe even more than you expected, then you, then you, like, no expectation, no disappointment. You don't expect anything to be good. If it's better than that's true, then what is the normal? Then you're actually happy, right? That's true. I think the way we kind of programmed ourselves and program our life, and also program the way we see the world and deal with the people, is that everything has to be in a happy flow. Yeah, perfect, happy, smooth. Anything like becoming starting to become an unhappy flow. Oh my god, that's a problem. For a typical personality like us is that we try to plan and think about different scenarios, like from one to hundred to mitigate this, uh, you can say, potential things to happen. Yeah. But most of the time, of course, nothing can be planned as what you no. say, right? Unexpected. No, you no can't matter plan how many scenarios you plan, then probably it's just that one scenario you didn't plan, then it happens. Yeah. That drive us. 
Vamos a vacilar, vente a bailar, que la vida es una y hay que celebrar. Vamos a vacilar, vente a bailar, que la vida es una. Personality. I have a fun face. Okay. 
wish to, to share with you. And people who are listening, you can also grab a piece of paper and pen and write the, the answer down. Are you ready? Yep. Yay. So, okay. There's three questions. The first one is, what is your favorite animal? Okay. But not your family pet. Okay. Um, you have to list three reasons and why. So I need to give, I need to say, okay, what kind, what, what is my favorite animal so um, as a pet and what And why? The reason. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. And the next question is, what is your favorite articles of clothing? Is it have to be loose or tight or what kind of fabrics? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You mm. guys wrote it down. And the third one is, what is your favorite body of water? So it could be ring or could be your pool, anything to do with the okay. form. Yeah. And again, three reasons and why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean is your favorite animal? What is your favorite animal? Okay, so my favorite animal is because I thought this question is asking me what's gonna be my favorite pet. So I wrote it down as uh, a dog. Okay. Because I never have a pet. And the only pet or animal that I mingle so well or I see quite often, touch it, play so often is uh, boy boy. Your my boy. Pocket. Your boy, basically. <laughs> So, so that's why I wrote down, it's like, ah, uh, dog, uh, not so small, not so big, of course, and of course, whichever, like, behaving like boy boy, then I'll be uh, up for it. So it has to be loyal, cute, and also easy to be manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wrote down. Maybe I'm a control freak, it's like, okay, do this. But if it's an animal, there. though, if it's an animal, anywhere, yeah. not a pet, yeah, what would that be? Any kind of animal. It could be all be. It could also be octopus, you know. No, I would say no, <laughs> no. No, just you keep the dog, or even no dog. I mean, you ask me like yeah. I, I don't know. Just yeah, I don't mind to see them, to visit them, but also not so much of touching or play with them because I'm a little <laughs> bit like scared with them. I don't know. I'm just scared. Okay, do you know what that? So your favorite animal equal the way you view yourself. <laughs> so I'm cute and I'm loyal and I can be manipulated. Come on, not not right, not right. That's why you, you think about pets. You know, you think about animal in general. Oh. So maybe the the right person I see, then of course. But it's I'm true. It's so true much in a way. Love, yeah. It's true. It's the cute and loyal, which is also <laughs> is you. I would say that's how I view you as well. Yeah. Okay. The second. What is your favorite article of clothing? I wrote down as like loose clothing has to be cotton, hundred percent cotton, nothing more, and it has to be dark in color, simple. Less is more, and that is equal to help others perceive you. So I'm loose. You lose it. <laughs> loose. <laughs> A lot of saggy uh, meat coming from my body, saggy breasts. Hundred percent cotton. Hundred percent cotton. Yeah, but it's not hundred percent you. I think that 
in a way. Hundred of... percent authentic. I would say that cotton is just yeah. cotton, right? Authentic. Yeah. You see what you get. All right. That's so that... we show a very uh, poker face with them. Like, I hate you. Don't don't come to me. <laughs> I have a bad morning. You have not two faces. You have one. Just one. Yeah. Just that's one. actually not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's just you being you. That's that's how it should be. Depends on where you are, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. All right. The third one is: What is your favorite body of water? I think this is a very weird question. First, I like drinking water, and I drink a lot of water, but I do not like to get wet. <laughs> so I wrote down like, if you want me to choose, then ice, because I need something always like cold. Oh, yeah. You know, this is equal to how you view sex. <laughs> Oh, that means I don't like it, right? Ice. And it ice. has to be cold. <laughs> Something cold. <laughs> ice cube. I don't know. Uh, ice cube. You oh. guys, you guys determine what that means. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. Well, Let me try that. Never try. <laughs> ice cube. Ice cube. So do comment on my page. What is your answer? I will also post on Facebook and Instagram, and you can. Um, you can you can um, write your answer and and have a laugh about it. So, is there any more funny stories about working in such a big cooperation? Quite, I wouldn't say. Okay, for myself, it might not be funny because I've been through it, and maybe I'm one of the <laughs> jerk in the process. But maybe Almost memorable. For sure, there are quite a lot of memorable moments. I would say, and also something sometimes just like pops up in my memory. Yeah, I think one of the most memorable is so for going back for the traineeship I had with the company is like it lasts for two years, and every single okay every half a year we have to go to another country to have two weeks training. Of course, the training is a combination of like academic and also some some physical, and especially the last one. The last one actually is the determinator whether you can stay in the company and or whether you're just not fit for the company or you will get fired in case you're not really performing that. The last one is actually we spent, I think, three, four days in somewhere of nowhere, middle of nowhere in the country, of course, not not Hong Kong. Where were you? Denmark, in oh. here. So then you can, I think most of you have, might have remembered or watched a show a long time ago. It's called Survivor. Survivor Game something. Survivor Camp something. Yeah. Like a reality. Reality show that uh, you, every day or every minute, you receive uh, some unexpected challenge that you <laughs> just need to, you have your whole, you have your team, of course, not only yourselves, like a team of eight to 10 people together that you don't know before. Stranger to you, of course, I mean, they're all colleagues. They're all like in the same batch of the trainees like you. But then uh, you take the challenge, physical challenge, and also mental challenge, most of them. Then you need to survive through the three, four days in somewhere of nowhere in in the forest and also uh, in the summertime. I think the most challenging part is, of course, if you lose, you just don't have food and you are not allowed to bring any food to uh, to somewhere of nowhere. So you have to win a challenge to able to get some food. You have to win almost every single challenge in a day. Oh my so God. because the total scores that counts. If you win, if you let's say okay, there's only three winners out of let's say 20, 30 teams per day, then you will be actually having a very you'll be treated in a very luxurious dinner. 
that some good chef cook for you, for sure you get food and your wine, everything very luxurious. But if you lose the game, oh my God, then <laughs> you might have like one pack of pasta to share among your group with like 10 people. Ah, so they still give you food, but it's like minimum that they could give you. Minimum, but also there's no tool. I mean, you need to find a way to cook the pasta. Otherwise, then you eat dry pasta. Oh my like God! 10 people. They give you a pot, but then you need to find a way to, first of all, get clean water. Second of all, you need to make fire by yourself, like how to boil that oh, pasta. Wow. And even if you boil the pasta, okay, you cannot eat plain pasta. Of course, at that moment, I mean, everything is better than nothing. nothing. But the thing is that, okay, how do you manage to cook that? And how do you share with 10 people, right? So yeah, but luckily I I'm, I was in the very, you can say... Capable team. Capable team. And I'm also the one that doing nothing because a lot of physical challenge, like some of the game, you need to have the, the shortest people in the team being very flexible, mm -hmm. very agile. Of course, I'm not, I'm like somewhere in the middle. Some of the game, you're like very masculine people, very tall people to, to manage to take the challenge. Also, I'm somewhere in the middle. So I'm most of the time doing nothing. But you, you use the brain part, don't you? Strategy and... True, true. That's true. I told people like, oh, this is how I see it. Do that, do this. And yeah. Yeah, but the, you're the brain. They're the muscle. Stand, stand there doing nothing. Yeah. So most well, not really nothing. You use the brain. That's really important part of it. Let's say easiest. Not really consuming a lot of physical stuff. You're the commander. They're the... The, the prompt, what you call them. <laughs> kind of, but the really, I would say, unforgettable. I think for sure it's like for people, like for a person or city girl coming from Hong Kong, you're like, oh my God, in somewhere of nowhere. And it's a forest in summertime. There are lots of insects and bugs and I'm not used to. And also like in the nighttime, then of course we, we I mean, in the whole like three, four days, we are carrying our own backpack and the, the sleeping mats or mm. sleeping bag. You just need to find the place to sleep, like in the nature, and you're like, oh my god! And so of open, course, like open air, open air in the forest. Also, more importantly, I mean, there's nowhere, no water. You can take a shower, just like in the nature. You're being how many days again? Three, four days. Can you just swim in the lake or something? Some you sort? can do so, of course. Yeah. Yes. But it's cold. I didn't do that. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. you can do that. And in the summertime, not that cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so it's quite tough. It's quite tough. Yeah. But then, I mean, in Denmark, it's not really deserted. That I mean, where is it so deserted area? You see you see other people, right? No, 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 no. It's only us, like, I think three, four hundred people. Four, three, four hundred trainees together. That's all. There's a lot of people, though. Uh, a lot, a lot. Different nationalities, someone you never met, you never know, then, yeah. It's like a closed, closed camp kind of thing. I think they rent, they rented that area and then they somehow lock or reserve that the specific area for this particular of training or for us. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh my God. And I still remember, like, we are bypassing a gate. That's where you, you see people outside joking, walking in the morning. And then we were like, those people seeing us and we're like, hi, can you save us? I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Oh my God. And then those people asking us, what are you guys doing here? We're like, yeah, we're doing some... Like We've been captured. <laughs> crazy training from this company, whatever. Like, okay, hang in there, ready for us. And of course, for us, it's just like, yeah, we're just like, 
a like, joke while talking in normal conversation and then we, we we do our own stuff we go on with our competition whatever games and then really surprising enough then these stranger really in the morning jogging then they come back with uh, quite a lot of chocolate for us oh that's so sweet but what goes wrong is of course our manager of the camp the concentration camp <laughs> He found out that we have chocolate from outside, then of course, yeah. How could they even find out? You have like 300, 400 people. How did they find out? I don't know, because some, you know, say, dumbass uh, actually have the wrapping paper oh. uh, dumped somewhere, and it's quite actually a lot. Then you're like, okay, so who actually. Those, saying, be, those teamers should be executed. I do not disagree. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That is a dumb, dumb move. Oh no. Yeah, but quite a lot of, you say, physical challenge. Well, say now when you think back, okay, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Hmm. But I don't want to do that again. <laughs> no, hell no. I can't imagine myself doing that for like an hour or, or two. But three, four days, three, four days. That's yes. Three, four days, that's all. Oh it re- it's that's really insane. a struggle, at least for myself. Like, what am I doing here? You why might... Why am I in the forest? Oh, why yeah. am I sitting with all these bugs that I'm really like, scared? It could be like a fat camp for me, like for me to go and lose some weight. You probably lost a lot of weight, not by eating much. Yeah, it's a game for you for, for four years, not four days. <laughs> <laughs> and you make sure you have some smart team member with you. Not eating. It's like not eating. Four years. Yeah, for me, it's four years. Yep. The struggle is real. It's so sweet that actually those people actually gave you food. They walk by and they come back and give you some, exactly. some food. Oh, exactly. exactly. That's so sweet. They bought us water or something else. You're like, oh my god. You don't even have clean water to drink. You didn't, did you? There is a toilet. Of course, you, you get water from there. I think they really forgot the about them. They're in the bathroom, yeah. No. Yeah. Not from a toilet bowl, I hope. Not from a toilet bowl, come on. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's sweet like sugar, hard as ice. Mash up the place, she's a wine and grind. She freaky, freaky, that's mine, that's mine. Oh, gosh. Huh. I want to make you make up your face, so. Oh. I wine and I wine and I wine, so. I never see a girl like that grind, so.
time for the message of the day with our oracle cards and we are at the last sip of our wine it's quite enough for the afternoon we have we share a bottle of wine the card of the day is you're very close to achieving your goal pulling this card at any time suggests that the situation you're asking about is bulging with possibility and coming to a peak but this isn't an ending card with a neat yes or no answer. Rather, you are being reminded that some adjustment may yet be required before you get what you want. Though you are certainly on the right track, which is hopefully reassuring for you. However, there is also a sense that situation is a bit tense. So don't push it too hard. One false move and the whole thing could blow. That's not meant to scare you. It's just to let you know there's a fuse attached to this situation. So be careful if you choose to light it. The additional meaning of this card. Now is a good time to reveal your plans. Keep the momentum going as you move forward your dreams. Stay focused. It is a good time to start a new project. Come to the end of the show again. Thanks for coming, kids. Thank you for inviting. And thanks for your wine recommendations, stories. And stay tuned for our next show. I will be inviting someone from Barbados. <laughs> the Caribbean. Exotic. Very exotic. So thanks for today. Love and light to you all. Bye.